Last week, we looked at quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends that have transferred prior to the 2023 college football season. Now, we'll take a closer look at the wide receivers on this week's episode of Who's Next. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Who's Next? As always, I am Jordan Backus, the host of this Devi and Analytics-focused podcast. You can always find me on Twitter at at JordanBackus33, or come talk to me in our Destination Devi Discord. Sign up for one of our great tiers over at patreon.com forward slash allgas. Also, if you're not already signed up for our free allgas newsletter, do so over at allgas.beehive.com. That's allgas.beehiv.com. This past week, I took a closer look at one of the 2023 receivers that I am higher on than consensus. His analytical profile is great, and if he gets day two draft capital, it's wheels up for him. You'll have to go check out the newsletter to find out who that is. Link is in the description for our newsletter. As I mentioned in our quick intro, this week's episode will be focused on transfer wide receivers, guys that decided to take their talents elsewhere to hopefully walk on to a starting spot. Some are even jumping up a level to prove the NFL team that they can play at that higher level. But before we get started, let's hear from our newest and most exciting sponsor, Underdog. No matter if you're a redraft junkie or a dynasty degenerate, I'm guessing your favorite time of year is draft season. Well, that's exactly what Underdog is, draft season all the time. You'll be able to fast draft against randomly selected opponents or some of our DD members in as many best ball leagues as your heart desires. Through our partnership, Underdog is willing to match 100% up to $100 on first time deposits. That's $103 to draft in leagues all offseason to win real money at the end of the year. Use promo code WAKEUP to receive this promo. If you deposit 10 or more dollars, you will also receive access to the Destination Devi Discord for the entire 2023 NFL season. That alone right there is worth more than you're imagining it is. So head over to Underdog and use promo code WAKEUP to receive this incredible offer. So getting started with our wide receiver transfers is probably the guy a lot of us are most excited about, and that's Devontae Walker. He's a redshirt junior coming from Kent State to North Carolina, 6'3", 195 pounds. Last year at Kent State, Walker had 58 receptions, 921 yards, and 11 touchdowns. That's good for a 2.62 yards per route run and a 50.6 Yes, 50.6 dominator rating with a 51, sorry, a 41.6 weighted dominator rating. 
North Carolina just lost Josh Downs to the NFL, and they also lost their second leading wide receiver in Antoine Green. Those two accounted for about 43% of the team's receiving yardage last year and 47% of the receiving touchdowns. The only returning receivers with more than 400 yards in 2022 are tight end Bryson Nesbitt and wide receiver J.J. Jones. There is a huge amount of production to make, make up for with the departure of their leading guys from last year, and Walker looks to step into that wide receiver one spot for Drake May. He definitely seems to be a great fit for the spot, as he is a big body receiver that can really do it all. I'm really excited for, to see what he can do at North Carolina. Next up is probably the guy I am most interested in, and that's because he's going to Wisconsin. A place I live and I have seen the Badgers run the ball and run the ball and run the ball for the past 20 years. And that's C.J. Williams. The 6'2", 190-pound wide receiver is coming from USC. Last year, he had four catches for only 34 yards and no touchdowns. He barely played, only running 31 routes, and he only saw eight targets. But in that short, small sample size, he did have an 11.8 average depth of target and six yards after catch per reception, both of which are pretty nice. He was a high four-star recruit in the 2022 wide receiver class, which was good for 10th overall. Some notes currently from the spring are that Williams started with the second team and has already moved up to the first team. That's a huge leap from, for an incoming guy. Wisconsin's new offense with Luke Fickle should be much more exciting than their ground and pound that I already talked about. CJ could be the main beneficiary in their passing game, and I am excited to see what they can do. Chris Marshall is next up, and the 6'3", 205-pound sophomore is taking his talents from Texas A&M to Ole Miss. Last year, as a true freshman, he recorded 11 catches, 108 yards, and zero touchdowns. He only saw 15 targets on 141 routes, but they were trying to use him downfield as his average depth of target was almost 15 yards. He had 14.7. Just like the previous mentioned Williams, Marshall was in the 2022 high school class, but Marshall was a five-star, good for third in the wide receiver class. Stephen Willis from Locked On Ole Miss said Marshall is making huge plays in practice on both the inside and outside. He's really excited for what Marshall can become. He has all the talent, but just needs to put it together. Him and 2024 tight end Michael Trigg are in the same category for me. They have all the talent in the world, and they just need to put it together. A Lane Kiffin offense is a good place for that. It really could be an, ex an exciting year for Ole Miss. Staying in the SEC is Georgia's newcomer, Dominic Lovett. He's 5'10", 187 pounds, and will be a junior this upcoming season. Last year... The Tiger had 56 catches, 846 yards, and three touchdowns. Good enough for a 2.94 yards per route run, 25.7% dominator, and a 28.6% weighted dominator. For those of you not as familiar, dominator rating measures a player's percentage of receiving yards and touchdowns. Dominator rating itself averages the yard share and the touchdown share a player has and weighted dominator does the same thing but gives a higher weight or a higher emphasis to the yards. So for example, if a player had 40% of the team's receiving yards and 20% of the team's receiving touchdowns, the dominator rating averages those, so they would have a 30% dominator rating. 
However, like I said, weighted dominator gives a higher emphasis to yards. So using the same example, if a player had 40% of a team's yards and 20% of the team's receiving touchdowns, due to that higher percent of yards, their weighted dominator rating would be 36 compared to the 30% that is just averaging the two together. So using Lovett as an example, his 28.6% weighted dominator compared to his 25.7% dominator shows that his receiving yardage share was higher than his receiving touchdown share. Going back to him as a whole, Georgia is really not known for their passing offense but they are in desperate need for a true wide receiver to take some pressure off of whomever wins the job between Carson Beck, Brock Vandergriff, and Gunnar Stockton. Lovett will slide right into the wide receiver spot, but he will only be the number two weapon in the passing game as he'll be behind all-world tight end Brock Bowers. I'm excited to see what Lovett can do as a true number one receiver for Georgia. Next up is Dorian Singer. The 6'1", 185-pound junior is coming from Arizona and transferring to a fellow Pac-12 school at USC. Last year for the Wildcats, Singer had 66 catches, 1,105 yards, and 6 touchdowns. He had a 2.18 yards per route run, a 25.8% dominator, and a 27.7 weighted dominator. At Arizona, he played alongside Jacob Cowing, who was another 1,000-yard receiver. That shows that he can coexist with another, another big play receiver. Singer will more than likely step into the flanker role for the Trojan offense, as Brendan Rice will be the X and Taj Washington will be the slot. One good thing with Singer is that he can play all over the field. He saw about 30% of his snaps in the slot last year at Arizona. I think he can really step right into the Jordan Addison role for this offense, and they can keep going with Caleb Williams at the helm. Now let's touch on a fifth-year guy who I think can make an impact at a P5 school, and that's Dante Cephas. The 6'1", 186-pound redshirt senior is coming from Kent State and going to Penn State. Last year, in a down year in which he did not play the entire season, Cephas had 48 catches, 744 yards, and three touchdowns. A 3.12 yards per route run. Despite not playing the entire season, he still had a 23.3% dominator rating and a 26.6 weighted dominator rating. He played alongside previously mentioned Devontae Walker at Kent State last year, and these two were really the, their entire offense. It's nice to see them both kind of leveling up and going to play at a bigger school to prove to the NFL that they do belong to be there. Cephas' best season was in 2021, where he had 82 catches, 1,240 yards, and 9 touchdowns. He had a 2.85 yards per route run, a 39.4% dominator, and a 37.4 weighted dominator. This transfer to Penn State, I'm sure, makes quarterback Drew Allar the 2025 five-star sophomore. Very happy as he finally gets an outside weapon. This is definitely a receiving spark that Penn State has needed for a while and Cephas will help Alar mature and progress in his second season. 2025 running backs Nicholas Singleton and Catron Allen will keep defenses honest and freeing up Cephas downfield as most defenses 
will mostly be focusing on the two running backs. The final two guys I'll be talking about are both Alabama departures. First is JoJo Earl. The 5'10", 177-pound junior is going to TCU. In his two years at Alabama, he only had 24 catches, 303 yards, and two touchdowns. If you read the newsletter from a couple weeks ago, you would know that one of the knocks I have against current prospect and top 2023 receiver Quinton Johnston is that there was really nobody surrounding him and he never had a monstrous season at TCU. Well, that kind of bodes well for Earl. TCU only brings back their fourth highest yardage receiver from 2022. So Earl, the high four-star prospect, has a huge opportunity ahead of him. Quarterback Chandler Morris returns after an injury from last year, and most people probably forgot that he was the starter entering last season ahead of Max Duggan. TCU looks to build upon their college football championship loss last year, and Earl could be a receiver to help him do so. The last guy I'll be talking about is Treshawn Holden. The 6'3", 214-pound receiver it will be a redshirt junior going to Oregon. He was a high four-star high school prospect, and in the two years at Alabama, he had 46 catches, 570 yards, and seven touchdowns. Right now, he'll be sliding into the number two wide receiver role in a very good offense at Oregon. He'll be playing next to Troy Franklin. However, he will definitely have to watch his back a little bit, as Oregon has added a five-star wide receiver who is Jurion Dickey, Oregon is going to be a fun offense this year, and I couldn't be more excited for Pac-12 after dark. Bo Nix will be leading Troy Franklin, Bucky Irving, and now the two big incoming weapons in Holden and Dickey this season. Like I said, I couldn't be more excited for this Pac-12 season. I'm actually going to add one more bonus one, and that's just because I thought of the Pac-12. Travis Hunter will be an incoming junior to Colorado. He's 6'1", 165 pounds coming from Jackson State. I really don't know if he's going to play much receiver, but in 2022 at Jackson State, he had 18 catches, 188 yards, and four touchdowns. I know, not that exciting, but most of you probably understand that he's mostly playing defensive back. Last year in the Celebration Bowl, Hunter had four catches for 47 yards and two touchdowns which included the game-tying touchdown as time expired. He is a very exciting player. I don't know where he's going to play most of his snaps this season, but I want to see him at wide receiver as much as possible, and I think Colorado could really use some extra offensive help this season. That wraps up this week's episode of Who's Next, in which we talked about transfer wide receivers. A lot of these guys are really exciting names, and some of which have been very high prospects incoming into college. For whatever reason, things just didn't work out at their first choice. I'm excited to see a lot of these guys in their second stop, and I think most of them can improve on their NFL draft stock. Once again, you can find me at at jordanbackus33 on Twitter, or you can follow the show at at whosnextff. If you like this podcast or any of the other podcasts that the DD team is putting out, please go leave a review on either Apple or Spotify. I've noticed that not many reviews have been left for a very long time. So please, let's try to get some of those up, as long as they're good. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and I appreciate everyone and all the feedback you've given me. 
Until next week, be good everyone.